Blog Talk Radio. Once again, fellas, it's 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Welcome into the Don't Teaser Me Bro podcast. We cover it all, sports gambling, hot takes, food, music, all with a Philly flavor. And yes, we'll take your calls on the hotline. Time to get the party started. Here's your hosts, Donnie and Jeff. the Don't Teaser Me Bro podcast. It is episode 7. It is Monday, December 23rd, 2019. I'm your host, the big man on campus. It's Christmas Eve Eve. We do one more show here as we head into the Christmas holiday. Won't be here tomorrow or Wednesday. We'll return Thursday. Let's uh, bring in our codes. we get a jam-packed show for you tonight. We'll start looking ahead to the college football playoff. NFL Week 17, we'll go through a little news and notes, who's in, who's out, what the scenarios are, and more. We'll also live bet maybe Packers-Vikings, and we got a little buy or sell as well. Donnie writes it. How you doing? Yeah, doing good, man. Got to the window early with a nice little free play tonight. The Green Bay Packers plus three in the first half, and quite frankly, the Packers should be up 14 points right now if they haven't turned the football over and just dropping touchdowns and fumbling as they're trying to go in the score, but nevertheless, it is a winner. It's nice to get that off my chest, and now I will root my ass off, Jeff, for the Green Bay Packers because I want Seattle at the link. That's the shot the Eagles have to win. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I don't. I really have no interest in talking about this game because I'm so fucking annoyed with it, man. Why? What do you got? Action you on the game? Why? What do you got? Because I have the Packers. What do you mean? All right. There you go. They're down one at the half. What are you getting? Four or five points matter. in this game? This should be up at the half, Donnie. It's simple. You got to get seven there. You have to. I'm sick of this ineptness in the fucking red zone by this team. I'm sick of this shit fucking team. I'm tired of them. I'm sick of the pathetic fucking execution on offense. I'm sick of Aaron Rodgers. That's been, Rogers the, that's been there all ball. year. I mean, they, yeah, they, they've struggled. I mean, for some it's reason, the Packers offense stinks all year. Yeah. In the red zone in the NFL. It's just tonight. Tonight, there's two things they do well. One, they don't turn the football over. Tonight, they have three turnovers already, naturally. Second of all, they're terrific in the red zone. They're scoring a touchdown, I think, 65% of their possessions in the red zone. They probably don't even get down there much, though, because they don't score that much. Tonight, they can't do it either. It's just irritating, man. But we'll get into the game here. Uh, You know, there's not much to say. It's 10-9. I mean, we pretty much have said it all. We'll keep track of what's going on in the second half. Uh, Kirk Cousins has really not had to do anything because he's had the ball literally in the red zone on every possession. Just some bad turnovers, too. I mean, you're just not protecting the football. Um, you, you're let you're hanging the ball out to people to hit it. Um, you're dropping the ball in the red zone. Just, just bad, 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 bad offense here. No, it's, it's, it's really poor. They should be up. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, Jeff, have two first downs in the first half, and they're up by one point at the half. If you were to say, again, one of those things before the game, hey, by the way, first half, Jeff, Minnesota's only going to have two first downs. You're like, where do I sign up? Where do I sign up for an easy victory or something at the half? And how about, how about soft Jimmy Graham? I mean, you have to, like, Minnesota Vikings have a really aggressive defense. Protect the football, man. Like, what are we doing out here? Like, Jimmy Graham's strolling out of bounds and getting rocked. That almost was the fourth turnover. Yeah, luckily there was someone there. Um, yeah, it's just irritating. You know, you 
you have a guy in Devontae Adams. You got to catch the football. I mean, at that end there, that, it's just. And then like the whole like you burn a timeout that immediate that shoots your play calling up completely. It's just shitty offense, man. It's just really bad. They um, I'll tell you, Daddy. They remind me a lot of the Eagles, the uh, the Packers on offense. Just they have no receivers to throw to outside of. I mean, at least they have Adams, but. They, they've solid running back. Aaron Jones, though, I mean, he missed a big catch that would have been a big gainer on a first down. He turned yeah, the ball over. Yeah, got tripped over. up, tumbled, yeah, dropped that ball. You're right. No, turned it over easy. And then you had the one drive where you think you're going to get some points out of there. Devontae Adams catches that slant over the middle for about 20 yards. He gets that punched yep. out. <laughs> Crazy. Man. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it, it, and like I said, like you were saying with the, the, the Graham fumble and, and even the, the, the fumble by Adams, I mean, they're just bad fumbles. They're just like yeah. swiping at the ball. They're not protecting yep. it. Um, but, um, you know, we've got a lot to get to tonight. Uh, if you want to call in and join us on the show here, 515-605-9349, 515-605-9349, whatever you want to talk about. You want to come on and talk about the NFL, whatever you want. Um, you have a question on a basketball team, whatever you want, we got you covered here on the Don't Tease Me Bro podcast. We've been doing this show about – Two weeks now. It's been fun at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sit back, relax. We got a lot to talk about here. A lot of NFL. Uh, Donnie, uh, just getting yeah. into the show here. We, we obviously did talk about uh, the NFL. Are you? Did you play anything in the second half here? I just have full game. I got the Packers plus five here. That's all I have. No, I, t- I took my little bit of money there and ran in the first half again because I was a little bit leery of. Do the Packers really? I mean, look, they're a professional football team, and I say this all the time. Once the whistle blows. They want to win. The only thing that doesn't win is where the coach says, hey, uh, you're starting quarterback. Come over to the sideline for the second half. They're engaged in this battle. I don't like what I see, Jeff, out of the Minnesota Vikings on offense one bit. If I'm a betting man, I would take the Packers in the second. What would the Packers be? What were they getting in the second half? I assume it's probably close to three again, right? Uh, second half line is uh, Minnesota minus one and a half. Whoa, that low? Yeah, I don't know about that. Then I might take Minnesota in that spot. That's rare that's that. I'm surprised it's that low. And they get the football. Yeah, yeah I would have taken Minnesota in the second half then at one and a half. I mean, Kirk Cousins, four for 12, 39 yards. Uh, and obviously one of them was like, I think, a 20-yard touchdown to, to dig. Nice ball and and by the way, that yeah. – I, I mean, Jerry Alexander, that was a – I mean, that was horrific coverage. He just gets blown <laughs> by. Um, yeah. So, we'll, we'll see here. Uh, Packers, obviously, are going to have to play defense here. Donnie um, – Light card in college hoops tonight. Didn't have much on that schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we have? Georgia beat Georgia Southern. They did cover the game. Donnie winning by nine, laying eight and a half. Nice cover if you had Georgia. Yeah. Uh, Dayton blew out Grambling, and SMU beat Georgia State. But very little on that card tonight. We're off in college basketball until Friday. Uh, there are no Oof. games on the card. Uh, uh, nice little break for a couple teams. You know, teams, Donnie, actually, and even Friday, there's only two games. So, uh, we won't have games really until Saturday. Nice little break for the kids, Donnie. Kids play a lot of games in a very short time. Yeah, and they're going to be, you know, want to be home for the holidays, check their family out for a little bit, you know, get rested, yep. get right, get ready for that second half and get excited. Yeah, I, I agree with this. It's a, it's a good time to be down because most people are out and about. It's Christmas and doing all that stuff. So it's it's a good time for them to drop it off. And again, and you can be covered. Cool. NBA takes over on Christmas Day. So you got some things to watch. I'm glad college basketball doesn't force, like, some, like, lame, like, game on, like, Thursday or something or, like, some kind of holiday tournament. From Hawaii. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you play enough. It's like, you got bowl games, too. By the way, three and out for the uh, Beautiful. Game, so that's a big. Let's go. Let's go. Really Come on. Damn right. Let's go. But, uh, all 
All right, Donnie, I don't want any more updates. I, I, let's just talk about the show here. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping abreast of this. Donnie, I want to start out with some NFL news. And the, the season is over, uh, at least for the regular season, next week. But just in basically 24 hours since we did the show, uh, we did have some news. Uh, actually, some big news come out in Philadelphia, out in Seattle. Uh, and I do want to ask about Jason Garrett. Uh, Philadelphia, quickly, Zach Ertz, Donnie, uh, played – uh, another turnover almost. My God, um, JC or uh, Zach Ertz playing with Donnie uh, a broken rib. Is that fractured rib? Is that correct? Fractured rib. Yeah. Yep. Trying to get the uh, Toradol and the Novocaine out. Yeah. Yeah. Now I haven't heard any sort of. I mean, I guess you're just going to keep playing, right? You can't really make it any worse. Uh, all the, well, you probably would have already heard by now because what they would be looking for is like the displaced fracture, which means if it gets hit, it could puncture a lung, a liver. So for, I'm assuming they already got the x-rays and the MRI back, and he's going to be okay. You can play through it because it doesn't get any worse. So as long as you can have the pain tolerance, which I – look, I've had – I haven't had a broken rib, but I had like, you know, I forget what the term of the cartilage, you know, banged up Very or pain. bruised. It's so painful. I can't imagine taking shots in the NFL like that. Good Lord, man. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm not a – I've never been and made it clear. I, I'm not a big Zach Ertz guy, but uh, I, I do admit, I mean, that's pretty impressive to to play through that. It's not, not easy to do. Uh, it's not easy to play with any injury, let alone that. But um, I, I guess he would – I'm assuming he got the injury on that one uh, play where he – Carson really let him out to dry on one of those plays. I think he ended up dropping it. Oh, that's the one he got hurt. Him. Yeah, that's the one he got hurt. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be that one. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, Donnie, uh, is eligible to come back if the Eagles were to beat uh, whoever they play in the first round. Now, Donnie, I got shit on Twitter today, which doesn't surprise me because people don't seemingly think about things. They just kind of make their opinion known whether they think about it or not. So I know you're a better, and I know you'll understand this. So I bet the Eagles at 31-1 to to win the Super Bowl. And – there's a couple things that went into it. Obviously, when I make a bet like that, Donnie, especially with a team that's, as far as the teams left involved, they're one of the only teams still that, that, that has those high odds. So I took a shot. You might get Deshaun Jackson back, right? In fact, uh, week two. Yep, week two. Yeah, if yeah. you're able to beat, if you're able to beat Seattle like yeah. in the first round. So let's say you get him back. Lane Johnson, I'd have to think he would be back at some point. He'll be back. Sure. Yep. Um, I think he'll be back this week. Yeah. I mean, this team seemingly every year. You saw the news today, too. You saw the news today, right? Uh, Educate me here. Uh, Eagles cut Jay Ajay. Do you know for what reason? Uh, Oh, Jay, Jordan Howard will be back. Damn right, this week, baby. Which, Here we go. Which I got to tell you, I've I've been very happy with Sanders, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm kind of you know I'm kind of over Boston Scott. Okay, it was nice, you know, give him a couple run, but you know I don't want to see two legit backs in there. But, but it's good, what perfect. I'm saying, yeah, you need three. You need three. They're perfect. It's a perfect compliment. Like you have the banger power back on first and second down that you can intermix between, you know, Miles Sanders and also Jordan Howard. And then if Boston Scott comes in, give somebody a breather, throw him a couple screen passes. I love it. I'm excited, man. I was, I loved it. I actually was writing him off for the season saying he's not coming back, but now that he's back, that's beautiful, man. But, but my angle, Donnie is I'm looking at this mm-hmm. NFC and I'm saying, okay, well, green Bay, I don't really worry a ton about, I already went there and won Minnesota. I don't really worry about them. I said before with the Niners, I think they're beatable. I think they're one year away. 
I don't think there's any dominant team in the NFC. And we've seen, Donnie, last year this team had a 14-point lead down in New Orleans. They should have won, if not for some crazy interception at the end of the game. Um, I just think at that price, it's too high, especially with it seems like all some of these things are coming into fruition with this team because we've seen them do it the last couple of years. They look lost at times in the regular season, and then they find a way to, to somehow – um, you know, get out and get into the playoffs and, and, and look good towards the end. No, you're right about it. It's, it's look, it's all what you're, the Eagles are in much better shape than were just about three to four weeks ago, because not really people coming back at like the wide receiver position. If like Nelson Aguilar could come back, but now these rookies that weren't used to playing are now getting big time environment, big time football games. They're technically like Miles Sanders. I, I, I gotta be honest with you. First three, four weeks, five weeks. I'm like, Maybe he's going to be good, but, boy, he doesn't really help us much. And now you see Miles Sanders out there looking like – honest to God, was there a difference between, you know, Miles Sanders and Zeke Elliott? One makes like $75 million. The other makes like $1 million, and I would take Miles Sanders at this point. It's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, that was – someone said yesterday uh, – yeah. I want to say uh, – matter of fact, it was this morning uh, on first yeah. take. Someone on first take said it, but, d- d- like, at this point – okay, because, Donnie, did you watch the – um? Did you watch the Amazon Prime show about the Cowboys? Did you watch that? Uh, I did not, no. Okay, there's basically – Amazon Prime does this show called All or Nothing. And yeah. it's basically – they do it in a different sports. They do it in soccer, football, a couple yep. other uh, sports. Yep. It's basically like hard knocks. It's actually quite mm-hmm. good. And, um, like, it, it was a year or two ago. It wasn't, like, this year or last year. I think it was 2017. But – like, Ezekiel Elliott seems like such a dickhead, like a total prick. Like, doesn't seem like he listens to anyone. He's just a negative guy. Uh, and, you know, someone said earlier this morning, they said, you know, was Miles Sanders the best player on the field yesterday? And when you think about it, it's – this guy is a really good football player. And you're starting to see yeah, with yeah. Dallas Goddard, he's starting to look like a really legitimate mm-hmm. tight end. Um, you know, this offense is slowly starting to get legitimate. And that was one of the reasons I made a sh- I took a shot with this future. I think it's got value. It's a really high number. Look, do I think they're going to get to the NFC title game and win? I, I don't know. Probably not. But I think this year in the NFC, I'm not, I don't really love any team. I think the Saints are beatable. We've went down there and played well before. Uh, so it's just something to think about. But some injury news that could be really positive for the Eagles uh, coming back here. Um, Donnie, um, Marshawn Lynch looks like he's going to be claimed by the Seattle Seahawks. They have a real dire straight situation on their hands. Chris Cart, Car- uh, Carson, CJ Procise, uh, all out now. Rashad Penny's been out. Their only, uh, running back, I believe is Travis Homer, who I believe played at Miami. Miami. Damn right. He did good yeah. Miami player too. Huh? I mean, what does Lynch have left of the tank? I mean, zero. He's got zero left in the tank. Zero. Absolutely nothing. It's it's like great for nostalgia. It'll be fun to listen to him. He'll probably run hard for like two plays, and then he'll either be hurt or fumble or be gassed. Nice, uh, nice opportunity for Marshawn to make you know a quick million for a couple of games, and uh, you know move <laughs> on, right? Yeah, and we had uh, somebody was, I was going back and forth with somebody saying, well, how's he going to pass the piss test? And I said, by the time the piss test comes back and he tests positive and he puts in his. Uh, you know, uh, one appeal, they'll already be out of the playoffs. So what the, that has no bearing. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Jason Garrett, Donnie, and th- this kind of comes into the game that I want to play in just a little bit. And if you want to join us, you want to talk Jason Garrett or any other coach, 515-605-9349. We are on the Don't Teaser Me Bro podcast. Already mm-hmm. up to episode seven, Donnie. We're seven episodes in. How do mm-hmm. you feel about that? I love it, man. I, I enjoy this. It's a nice little wind down. And again, I get the afternoons to get my stuff done, capping. And tonight, you know, you're usually going to have games on. We'll have college basketball on as the season goes on. NFL tonight. I love it. It's fun. And I, I really enjoy the Sunday show, which will change after football season. But it's great to talk football on Sunday night when it's fresh, too. Well, I'll tell you, Donnie, these Packer receivers are horrific. They're so bad. You don't like I mean, Lazard just... and the boys? <laughs> oh, every time I see him throw to that guy, I'm just like, ugh. I mean, it's it's something you see here, and it's like I I kind of hope no other team had to go through this, but I mean, this team is this team is hard to watch. But um, Jason Garrett, Donnie, um, are you you're in the camp that he's definitely gone, right? There's no yeah, way that yeah. Jason or uh, Jerry Jones can say, you know what? I mean, because he is a mouthpiece, he is a guy that listens to what I say, and he doesn't really coach anyway. We all know that. Marinelli and Richard and and um, Kellen Moore and all those guys they all kind of control go. things. Yeah, you, you would have to clean house, right? All of them, right? Yeah, they got they got to just replace everybody because you know you, those guys have been there a long time and have, absolutely have won nothing with a supremely talented roster for the better part of ten years. But it's not even the fact that like the team isn't playing. Like the coaching decisions don't make sense. Like. Zeke Elliott's coming out of the game instead of like calling a timeout so his fat ass can get a breather and get him back in the game. You let a rookie run in some of the most important drives of the season. He ends up fumbling. And then at the end of the game, when you need everything, when it's on the line, the one guy who toasts everybody on the Eagles is Amari Cooper, and he's on the sideline. Randall Cobb is on the sideline. He tried to say, well, the look we wanted was double tight end set. Are you stu- that stupid? And even dating back, Jeff, to the um, – the New England Patriots game. Do you remember late in the ball game? It was like, I don't know, five minutes, four minutes up to go. Jason Garrett kicks the field goal when you still need yep. a touchdown. I mean, you can't do that. You, you just can't do that. No, I 100% agree. Uh, so, Donnie, back to that um, Amazon show. So, a lot of it has to do with, obviously, the coach. And, you know, it, it's not amazing that Jason Garrett, like, it seems like every single thing he says is just – like, he never says anything coaching related. It's always just like, great work, 21, or great work, 4, you know? Or it, it's just him being like a raw, raw guy. He never says anything, like, substantive. Yeah. Like, it, it's amazing how, like, it seemingly none of them respect him. Seems like when he talks, they just, <laughs> nobody listens. You know, he's talking to Zeke Elliott about, like, doing something with the running the ball. And Zeke Elliott just seems like he doesn't even listen Jason Garrett is a fascinating guy. Is he be, is he a coach anywhere else after this? Is he like? A I mean, they, they apparently say. I, I mean, like the old head NFL circle really makes me laugh. Like, if you remember last year, the, the word coming out after McCarthy left, he's going to take a year off. They're going to be knocking the door down to get Mike McCarthy for what reason? Take Aaron Rodgers away from Mike McCarthy, which he only won one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, which is absolutely hilarious. What like he interviewed down in Carolina? I'm saying to myself, they better not hire this guy. And Jason Garrett, if he gets fired, he'll be hired in a minute. And I'm saying to myself, based on what an owner that gave you every single thing you need every year with a maxed out payroll and superstars, and you can't get anything done, he'll have a job in a minute with who? The Chargers? Like where's he going? Keep in mind, Jason Garrett has never won a playoff game. He's been the Dallas Cowboys coach. Nah, he's got one. He's got that one cheap one. Actually, he's got two. Not, he has two, doesn't he? 
I don't. He has none. I mean, they beat the Eagles one year, and also they beat the uh, last year. They beat the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, uh, the Wikipedia must be wrong because they have no playoff wins. And I'm, I'm trying to think. I guess maybe. And did they beat the Detroit? Did they beat the Detroit Lions the one year? Remember the fake pass? I do. Now that you say it, I think you got three. Now that you say it, I do remember. I do remember they beat the Eagles that one time. But either way, I mean, he's won yeah. very few playoff games. Um, he's not gotten past the division. He's never getting game. to the. I, he, I mean, he said, twice, I believe, Jeff, they had the uh, number one overall seed and didn't even make it to the NFC title game, which is, means yeah. you lost at home after a bye twice. My apologies. They have two playoff wins. My fault. Wikipedia, for whatever reason, doesn't. Like, they list it. Who was, the, who was the winner? Who, who was the winner in the. Uh, was he that head coach when they beat the Eagles? Yeah, the Kyle Wharton game. We talked about it the other day. No, no, no. That's that wasn't in the playoffs. I'm talking when they beat McNabb when he was playing the air guitar. Uh, the, we, the, we showed Detroit our youth today game when they got hammered. The Eagles yeah, got Detroit. destroyed one year. Yeah, he beat Detroit once, and I think, he, uh, yeah, that wasn't him. He wasn't here then. Who was they the beat coach? Detroit Ray Phillips, one year. Maybe? Yeah, I think Dave Phillips. And they uh, won Ray last Phillips. year. They beat Seattle yeah. last year. Yeah. There you go, two. But, uh, that coach? Question, yeah, go ahead. Question I have. There are two coaches that I need to hitch my wagon to on the Cowboys. One, Urban mm-hmm. Meyer. B, Lincoln Riley. If yeah, I don't know. Riley, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you. If you're Lincoln yeah. Riley... This is probably the time to leave, no? If you don't win, if you don't win this year. No, it is him and Matt Rule. Him and Matt Rule can pick a, pick a job in the NFL. Yes. Yeah. Best I, time I, to leave. I, I think Matt Rule is going to go to the Giants, firstly. But Urban Meyer has expressed interest, according to what I wonder what I read. You know, I feel like that'd be the only job he would come back to. But you've got to make a move. And, and I know as an Eagle fan, I hope they keep Garrett forever. But obviously, that's not going to happen. Donnie, do you ever think in our lifetime we'll see um, we'll see uh, Jerry Jones as a coach? Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't think he wants the day to day. I think he has more fun playing, you know, fantasy football general manager than actually being down on the sidelines. Because you know, I mean, come on, man, what's Jerry doing during the day? Showing up at work, you call it work, having a couple cocktails at lunch, going out for a dynamite steak dinner. He don't want to be breaking down film. You have to wonder, like, what is his life like during the day? Because, like, <laughs> I know, like, on it's Sunday, got to be great. The games. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Maybe, maybe, way, maybe you go around to, like, a charity function. I don't know. Like, he always got that real cool brother that's his right-hand man who's the uh, – who's his um, – uh, bodyguard, you ever see the black guy? He's had him since probably, I don't know, 1993. Just the coolest looking dude. Like Jer- like Jerry lives the life, man. No lie, he really does. No, he definitely does. By the way, Donnie, the, the Vikings had got a first down. What, how was that? How did they get a first down? Was it a uh, big pass? And then they got intercepted. So Packers got the ball back right okay. now. Yeah, Kirk I'm Cousins just through. seeing. I'm just seeing the interception now. Yeah. Um, horrible throw Ooh. by Kirk Cousins. Are they going to call? I wonder if they challenge that. It was. It looked like PI, which I you don't really know what they call anymore. I would be surprised if you don't come back and see the Packer or the uh, Vikings challenge that, which they shouldn't get it. So uh, he is the head. Let me see. 2007. I'm going over Jason Garrett, head coach in 2011. Okay, 2009. That yeah, must have been Wade, Wade Phillips. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was Wade Phillips. Um, 
so yeah, what do you do if you're the Cowboys? Who, if you're Jerry Jones, who do you offer the, who are you offering the job to? One name. Don't give me soliloquies. One name. Who are you offering? Yeah, you know, I haven't actually have, like who, who would be the pool that we're because I know you're talking about Urban Meyer and Lincoln Riley. Like Matt, I would love Matt. I think Matt Rule would be absolutely sincere. I just think Matt Rule fits in everything. Like just organizationally, if I'm looking at a head football coach that I want, I don't even so much. Oh, he's an offensive genius. He's a defensive genius. I would look and be like, this fucking guy was at Temple when they were at their ultimate high, Al Golden leaves, and he continued it and made them better. Then went to the absolute worst job in college football and made them relevant within two years. Like, that's just organizationally what I would want as a coach. Matt Rule and he's a guy would that, be perfect. He's a guy that I think he'd be – I've talked before. I think he'd be a great coach in the NFL. He would completely change the culture there. Um, yeah, I think he'd be great. I 100% agree with you. It's Matt Rule, Lincoln Riley, or Urban Meyer. I'm not going after Greg Roman. I'm not doing the whole co- coordinator thing again. I want an outside guy that's had success with young – because that's what the NFL is, Donnie. You don't have to coach the veterans. You don't have to co- – you're a coach because you're coaching these young guys. You're, 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 you're drafting. You're doing all that kind of thing. Um, yeah, they, they need there, a – There, are, there are some good ones. Like I know like, like people might say like a Jim Harbaugh type guy, but he would never work under Jerry Jones. But I still would have like – I think like a perfect fit, like even like Filippo, who's doing some good things in the NFL. But number one, like whoever gets Josh McDaniels second time around is going to get a really good football coach. But you're going to have to deal with – you think Josh McDaniels, who's schooled under Belichick, is going to go to Dallas and take orders from the owner when you have, you're used to an owner just staying out of the way and letting you facilitate – so it'll be interesting there, but I think Matt Rule would be absolutely perfect for that job, and, and I hope he doesn't go there. So Let's play a little stay or go, Donnie. I'm going to give you some go. coaches. Go. I'm going to give you some options. Uh, what yeah. would you do here with these mm-hmm. guys? Um, Pat Shermer, stay or go? Gone, say it stinks. He's, just a, he's an offensive coordinator. I think we can agree. He's not a head football coach. Where do you go if you're the Giants? You're probably looking at the same type of people, right? Like Matt Rule would be an unbelievable – Matt Rule is going to be like the first in line for all these jobs. I think Matt Rule would be perfect as a Giants head coach. Josh McDaniels, he would go there because it's a good overall organization in a huge market. You have a young quarterback that you can work with. You know, you got some talent at wide receiver, running back. I think McDaniel would be a good spot there. Uh, Donnie, Dan Quinn, who has actually – yeah, the, the the land is five and two. Some nice wins. They've drastically improved. They kind of on the defensive end. Do you give Dan Quinn another year? Stay or go? Gone. Say a piece. You you get no style points from me. I mean, at all, zero, zero, zero style points with me at all for being out of the playoffs and then your team playing some good football. That just shows you didn't have what it takes when you really needed the focus. He'd be so far out the door, man. And he's gonna end up staying. Watch. Because you know what it takes? All it takes is like Julio Jones or Matt Ryan to be like, he needs to stay. And then it's like, oh, okay. Remember the tweet? Oh, we always joke about this one. Down in Houston with Deshaun Watson. Do you remember when Watson was lighting the world on fire? And Bill O'Brien like saved his job in that. And he blows his knee out. And what does he say to the owner? This guy needs to stay here. So the owner goes, you know what? You're the future of my team. You want him, he stays. So they'll probably get one of those things. Yeah, Arthur Blank seems to love Dan Quinn. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why, but. That seems like. By the way, Donnie, is one of the best scenes in football history when Arthur Blanks on this on the floor at the Super Bowl, basically because he thought the Falcons had won, and he's down there running the field, and they end up not winning. No, no, I mean, exactly. Imagine that. Imagine like, I, I, like we won the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, 
And thank God we did. Uh, Jeff, what, what happens if we were, you know, up 14 or 27 to 3 and the Eagles lost in the Super Bowl? I don't think I would have recovered. Like, I didn't think I could recover from the Tampa Bay 2002 NFC title game. I don't know how I would have recovered from a Super Bowl, knowing that you very rarely get there and you do that. I don't know. Good. Just amazing. I mean, think about the survive. Super Bowl, Donnie. Back to yeah. that. Think if, like, because if you ever watched the last play of the game, Chris Hogan was literally a fingertip away from catching that ball. Yeah, I mean, stayed up there a long time, that. man. Yep. I mean, you imagine, imagine that. that. God, that would have been so sad. Oh, no. <laughs> then they would have went for oh. two, got it. They would have won the coin toss. We never would have got the football back. Oh, good Lord, man. Yeah, because you know at that point – the cool thing about that was that they were up eight at that point, so it's like yeah. if for some reason they were to complete it, it's like, well, they still have to – but, yeah, that was uh, – I still, every time I watch that re- redo, because some guy, like, posted with the Rocky music, and it's, like, super yeah. cool, but it's, like, oh. Jesus Christ, if he would have caught that, oh, my God. I uh, still get nervous. Like, I, I'm this, one of those guys, Jeff, I still get nervous when that game's on. I'm not quite sure we still won, but, oh, well. Yeah. No, I, I totally hear you. <laughs> uh, Donnie, Bill Belichick, uh, Vince Lombardi, yeah. uh, they couldn't win five games with this current Bengal roster. You're going to get the first pick. Uh, is Zach Taylor a uh, 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 just a, a stopgap guy? Do you got to leave him there at least another year or two, right? Oh yeah, he's got he'll, he's going to be there a while. If, if look in the NFL, you sign like usually Jeff a standard what like five year deal. You're talking about the cheapest yeah. owner in sports. He, he's getting four years. He, he he will have his job no matter what happens for four years because they ain't paying that out. I feel like the Bengals just like well, it is a contract. We've got to let him stay four years. Yes, and they, but they'll play behind like we can't fire him, but we're gonna say we always honor our contracts. <laughs> Anthony Lynn, there. Uh, he's it's a shame. I actually really like Anthony Lynn, and I think his quarterback just super plowed him under, and he has no benefit. He has no fan base. You're not at home where like, and the, the away fans make it harder for you to run your offense, which is hilarious. I like him, but he's going to end up being fired from this because what they're going to look for is one of those flashy names since they're moving into the new building, Jeff, and they can't sell any tickets. That's one of those hires that they're going to be a flash hire out of nowhere. Like any that's an Urban Meyer move. Any thoughts on Philip Rivers' comments just today about the crowd and how the whole crowd was Oakland fans and that how it's a shame that we don't have any like fans basically here. Yeah, it's horrendous. I don't know what he said. It's, 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 it's when I rail on like teams that always like Dallas gets to play at home on Thursday night every year, never plays a true Thursday night road game. I, I can't imagine like being a fan of that team or let's forget about being a fan. Jeff, you're a player there. You get so excited about being home. Like, man, I can't wait in front to get over in front of our fans, 65,000 screaming for us. It's so much fun and exciting. And you're a charger, Jeff, and you never get that. Every single game you play is a road game. Can you imagine that? You get no love. Like, do they walk around like Los Angeles and nobody knows who they are? I get that feeling. I really do. Yeah, it's definitely rough. I, I would – I mean, it's nice to live there, obviously, and whatever. But, um, you know, I, again, I, I, I read, Donnie, that only 15% of NFL players actually care about winning. I, I read that somewhere. I don't know if that's changed recently, but <laughs> do, do char- is that why they're just inept a lot of the time? They just don't – like, out there, it's just like they don't really care much. Because it seems like every year they, they're the same team. They have, like, these really great expectations, and they go 6-10 and 10 or 8-8 eight and eight every year. Yeah, and it's, it's as simple as a lot of things, Jeff. Like, how about just signing a really good kicker? 
and you probably make the playoffs a couple of these years. Is, you know what I mean? Like, doesn't it boil down to nonsense like that? Yeah, no. It, and, uh, you know, they've been – they've led the league in close losses over the last five years. Yeah, because they can't kick extra points in 40-yard field goals. Yeah. It's crazy, man. They can't kick field goals. They, they, they're basically like – they value kickers like Alabama values kickers. They just don't care about them. And, you know, if they had a kicker, they probably would have won – a playoff game or two more than they did. And then last year, like they just completely just collapsed in that playoff game against new England. It was just laughable. Um, But uh, okay, Donnie, I have an interesting one here. Okay. I know you don't like this guy. Okay. But he has one playoff win. Mm -hmm. Bill (sighs) O'Brien. He's uh, me. He would have been gone a while ago. But I often look and say, if you're a front office ownership group and you're saying, hold on here, like we're going to win the division like four out of five years. It was the same joke I was making about Jason Garrett. Can you fire the guy when he just keeps winning divisions? It's I, me, I would fire. But again, outside of that, you know, he came into Houston in 2014. So he's been there. This is his sixth year and he's won one playoff game. Yeah, but I mean, what an ownership looks at a lot of different things with that. I don't know if you can because it, again, when you're talking about like you know, Deshaun Watson's going to be coming up, I think, on his monster contract. If he's the yeah. one that said, "Look, I love Bill O'Brien. You can't get rid of him." That ownership is not getting rid of him. Yeah, I, I don't. They don't seem like the ownership to do it, but it's just one that I kind of wanted to throw in. I hate uh, him. I think he yeah. sucks. I think he's a terrible coach. So now. Garrett, Kitchens, and Maroon are locks, right? They're definitely going, right? Garrett gone. Uh, Freddie Kitchens gone. Doug Marone should – oh, here's – you know what, Jeff? Here's I'm going to rail on this, too. I'm so glad you brought up Doug Marone. I, I, I've been reading like, – because you see, like, I follow a lot of the beat writers in the NFL, even the national guys. And it's Shad Khan who runs the organization. He doesn't give a shit about football. He's going to move his team to Europe and has so many other interests there. It's about making money, and I, and I can respect that. His son, who like manages like a wrestling league and soccer, I saw the smoke coming out of there saying, "Ooh, you know what? He's going to take a bigger role now that Tom Coughlin's there, and he really likes Doug Marone." And I just shake my head, going, "Is this like a joke? What? I mean, outside of professional sports, the major ones, it's the only place, Jeff, where you can just load your family into the front office, implode your franchise every single year." and still make your franchise value go higher and make more money every single year. I wish I was born under, like, I think it was my father owned an NFL team and just said, hey, Donnie, be the GM and do whatever you want and implode this franchise, and it'll still be worth more than what it was yesterday. And just, uh, Marone's got to go, but when I read Tony Khan is an analytics guy, really likes Doug Marone, I just wanted to, like, bang my head against the table. It's so funny because he actually is the – He's the vice chairman of football operations for Fulham Football Club, and as yeah. soon as they, as soon as they put him as the director, they went down to the championship. <laughs> it got relegated right away. So it's, I mean, it's, and then he's got this wrestling league. It's I mean, can, like, yeah, like can you imagine being a Jacksonville fan? My son's gonna take a bigger role here. And the joke when I had the other week when I was tweeting out with uh, Detroit, the daughter of Grandma for Detroit, Martha Ford. Uh, she's going to take a more increased role this next coming year, not the son, because she's on like the planning committee for the Super Bowl. And I say to myself, like, and it doesn't matter. 
like they Detroit never wins. Like the Bears win every like five or six years, but never make a run because like grandma's in charge and all the sons and grandchildren work. I, I it baffles me. It baffles me. Remember the million mad in Mar- million man mill in March. Like they tried so many things in Detroit. But until the fact, like Amazon was going to buy or wants to buy the Detroit Lions, like now we're going to hold on to the team and the family, and you're like sell, sell. Yeah, no, it's it's rough stuff, man. I mean, you got to feel yeah. bad for some of these fan bases. But uh, as far as Jacksonville is concerned, I mean, you, why not just eliminate Jacksonville? Do we really need them as a team? I mean, they have low attendance. Nobody cares about Jacksonville. They're they're going to like, Europe. They'll they're they're going to bargain for like yeah. They'll get into a fight with here's here's how it's going to play out, Jeff. They're going to get in a fight with like Duval County. Duval County is going to say we're not building you a stadium because you don't get enough fan interest and you're not putting enough money in. And they're going to do one of these old ones. Huh. We had no choice but to go to London, and it'll make them so much money. But they'll rip that franchise. Out. And there, there never should have been a franchise in Jacksonville anyway, to be honest with you. So I'm all for a team in London. Big fan base, better fan base than Jacksonville. Let's do it. Yeah, no, the far. only problem they will probably have to uh, really like you know raise the pay grade, like almost like a ten percent kicker to go over there. They would have to do something like that to get you know free agents, so to speak, to go there. But outside of one that, other one, one other one, Donnie Matt Nagy sucks. He's again. <laughs> I love where you're asking these. We didn't even talk before the show. The for the office ownership, like when you draft no, the guy Donnie, number I'm two. Saying, I'm not saying they're. I'm. What would you? No, do? he's no. He's all get... of them. Everyone. He's an awful coach. He stinks. His only job was to get their number two overall pick to play good football, and nothing else matters. And he abysmally failed, and he needs to be fired immediately. Immediately at the end, of, the minute the clock goes zero next week, Jeff, he should be on the picket line. But Grandma likes him, and Grandma picked him. <laughs> Listen, they got to go get a stopgap quarterback, okay? They got to go out and pick somebody up. Teddy And they won't, but they won't. They won't, Jeff. He'll come back next year. Pace will be like, this is our guy because he drafted him. That's why you have to fire the entire coaching staff and front office because they won't move on from Mitchell Trubisky because why? They have to admit they were absolutely stone cold wrong on Mitchell Trubisky. And they won't. And it'll be great because their defense is so good. They should be an automatic playoff team. But since they're going to stay with Mitch, they'll never make it, which is great for every other NFC team. Well, they, they're kind of interesting because you look at uh, the, the number one pick, it's, it's the yeah. Cincinnati Bengals. But the Bears, I mean, they, they don't, didn't, don't, they don't have a pick, do they? They gave up. A, I mean, a lot of those picks were sandwiched in with Khalil Mack. I don't know what they have this year, but they're not bad enough to really trade up. And I'm telling you, Ryan Pace is never going to admit he's wrong. So expect Trubisky there at least another two years, which is terrible. Keep in mind, they do not have a first-round pick. Yep. So, there you go. I mean, they're, they're, Same thing with like, know, the Rams. Yeah. They couldn't even, if they wanted to take a quarterback, they couldn't. Nope. Donnie, a team, before we, before we move on here, mm-hmm. I want to just ask you about something. A team that I, we talked about last night, the Cardinals uh, going forward, maybe next year. You know a team that I'm looking real forward to? Nope. That Detroit Lion football team. Next year, going to get Stafford back. They have a really good offense, really good offense. What was one thing about them that on the defense – I mean, the secondary wasn't good, but wasn't one of the issues the pass rush? Didn't seem like they ever had a great pass rush. I mean, they got the second pick, don't they? 
Uh, the, I don't know if they do. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they're going to get a good draft pick. Yeah, they, 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 they're, the problem with they also have is, let's just say the Bears somehow make a move, and I don't know, Cam Newton ends up with the Bears, right? He's going to be any, anything's better than Mitchell Trubisky. You got to run up against the Bears if they have a competent quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, and then the Vikings every year. It's so hard for them, Jeff. It really is. That's that's such a tough division to say when you're clearly the fourth team in that division trying to climb that mountain just to get in because this isn't the New England Patriots that get, you know, outside of the Bills who look like they're decent, smoke everybody in that division. It, that's such a tough division for them. Donnie, let's take a little break. We'll be back. We'll do a little buy or sell. We'll hit the phone yeah, lines. If you want to join us, jump jump aboard now, 515-605-9249. I've got a couple people waiting. Uh, we'll get to your calls right after this. <laughs> Fresh opinions on sports, sex, culture, food, and more? Well, it's time for you to go check out our friends at PubSearchRadio.com. From podcasts to blogs to live content and radio, live in the heart of San Antonio, PubSearch Radio provides plenty. They have terrific soccer, UFC, and niche topics, too. Leave it to me. Leave it to my opinion. The Big Men on Campus. I co-sign PubSearchRadio.com. And you can also check out people like me, Donnie Wrightside, Ski Profit, and more. Check out the newest in opinions in all the blog culture, PubsforTradio.com. like him but i'm not really like i don't go my playlist doesn't have him on there yeah growing up cameron was a big favorite of mine he was kind of mm-hmm. after you like when you were no, he was he was, he, he was the diplomats were big when i was like just getting out of college up in north jersey yeah i was a big diplomats guy yeah. and i'll tell you what donnie um you know the, the new rap is kind of rough but i'll tell you it was nice to see cameron release another album uh purple haze 2 is terrific i think you'd really like it donnie you should check it out uh, it kind of seems like your type of thing. Uh, just kind of like he didn't go country. He actually stuck to like what he does. Oh no, well. no, he stayed with it. <laughs> it sounds like it's really camera, like really yeah. good camera. Uh, just signature, signature stuff. I'll tell you what. Right now, remember when those um, Donnie, those lists were going around with uh, the top fifty rappers? Yeah. There's not a lot of rappers that did more for hip hop overall than Cameron. And I mean that, like, his discography, his albums, his culture contributions, like, 
it was cool to dress the way they did, and they did a like. He was the Allen Iverson to me of, of hip hop. Like he was never the greatest player, he was never the biggest player, he was never the number one mm-hmm. player, but he was really important to the fabric of hip hop. Like the way he dressed, the way they acted, like everything they did, like I think really ushered in the 2000s and late 90s of rap. So Cameron was really underrated. He had some great albums back in the day. But if you're out there, you want a good album to listen to over the holidays, check Purple Haze out, man. Purple Haze 2, terrific album. Uh, Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, uh, Rob Job, go ahead. Hey, how you doing? Yo, Rob. Yo. You know, this year has been like the best – football for me that I've ever had and I made the biggest wager I ever made came through but dude the last three days have been quite humbling <laughs> dude <laughs> the the last three football plays I made the teams combined for 13 turnovers and each one of them turned the ball over on their first possession two of them went six the yeah. other way and, and I know I know what you're talking about. I, I was on the same play today with, with Marshall. L- let me tell you something about Marshall, Donnie. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I've seen a defense play more inept in a short period of time than they did. And Rob Job's right. I mean, I mean the turnovers are just laughable. And then tonight, I mean, I had the Packers. And, and you know, again, the Packers are playing well now. But, you know, it, I've had the turnover bug as well, seemingly, with every team that I've bet. Uh, it's definitely irritating because it's a lot of controllable things. It's just being lazy with the football and, and, and uh, Rob Job, how bad is Marshall's quarterback? I mean, I was waiting, like at what point we're going to take the fucking guy out. Like it was just a horrific game plan and they were still right in the game at the end. Donnie it was 24 point game with like three minutes to go. And you know, they turn it over on downs and, and they don't get there. But yeah, it, it was irritating, man. I, I was right there with you on that game. Yeah, they. Ha- it's amazing how many yards they gave up and how many t- – I mean, they had five turnovers, and yet they were still right in the game for the cover. Which uh, was, the tackling I mean, tackling was uh, as well putrid. I actually – um, this is actually random, Donnie, but I, one of my kids I went to high school with is actually the secondary coach down at Marshall. And yeah. I got to tell you, I, I wanted to add him and basically call for his job <laughs> because they were, they were horrific. I mean, the tackling was hey. just – Awful. You know, it was even worse, big man. The game went over three hours because oh, of yeah. how many penalties and how long. Like, they actually cut the game off because it ran yeah. over. It was absurd. Into they were the, handing uh, out personal fouls like it was like Halloween candy. 15 oh, yards, yeah, there 15 were a yards. Of, like, yeah, someone got uh, ejected. It was it was just a game full of just poor, poorly played, a lot of turnovers, I mean, tons of points. It was a high-scoring game. But, yeah, no, it was an ugly game. It was one of those games that you're watching and you're thinking, like, why am I watching this? I know it's not going to turn out well. I'm just wasting my time doing it. But it was the only game on. So, but, yeah, I mean, sometimes you go through these rough, rough angles where you get tons of turnovers. Yeah, and and Boise was kind of – was strange. I had Boise. Uh, Mm. I think Coach Harson for Boise was trying to send – Washington out with a win because he did something. I mean, you never know what what these teams are going to do, but he starts a quarterback who's been on the shelf for two months and is a yeah, freshman. Buck. Yeah. Where the hell? Where the hell was? I mean, I'm waiting for Henderson. Like, where's where's he at? The guys led him their last four victories, including winning the conference, and he throws in a guy who hadn't thrown a pass in two months. 
like, yeah, I'm not a big, I'm, I'm not a big Harson guy. I mean, Buckmeyer for what it was worth did play quite well this year, but yeah, I hear you. I, I don't, you know, sometimes these coaches, man, they just, they do stuff to really just fucking bother you, man. Donnie, what's the story there? I mean, if you got a hot hand, it's like in that Marshall game, Donnie. I mean, this, uh, the kid, the, 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 the quarterback, the other backup, he was playing well. This fucking Isaiah Green can't do shit, and they just leave him in the game. I mean, how long does a guy have to just beat you up before you say, we're going to go to someone else? And if you're Boise State, I agree with you, Roger. you got to stick with Henderson. I don't know why. Donnie, why would you go back to well, Buckmeyer in that decision? Well, I, I guess it's because their future. Under- That's their future quarterbacks. You know, you try to I get mean, them some games. I don't game. understand if, if Buckmeyer was a senior and you want to, you know, hey, let's get him out of there. He's a freshman. And he's been yeah. on the shelf for two months, but like you said, it's it's a it's an, a game that's exhibition, and you really don't know what they're going to do. I yeah. didn't see that coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was surprised yep. you took that. I felt like you would have just taken it. Now you got to figure. I mean, Chris Peterson didn't get fired. He didn't move on into the job. He was just leaving on his own accord. I had to feel like you know Washington would maybe want to send him out on, on a high note. But uh, Rob Jeff, have a great holiday, man. Uh, wish you the wish you a great Christmas, man. All right, guys. Happy holidays. See you, Rob. Yep, you too, man. See you, pal. Uh, Rob Job always coming in hot with the negativity on college football, Donnie. Um, (laughs) Before we get into college football, because I do want to talk about these two playoff games. Um, Yeah, we're going to do buy or sell in a second. I have to be honest. I looked at my phone tonight, and they ran a pro. I was watching out walking the dog, but I had the uh, game on. It was like in a late first quarter. The promo came up, said December 20th, college football playoff. I'm like, man, next week, it's going to be awesome. I actually forgot it was this Saturday night, man. And I'm like, oh, my God, what a great football weekend. Thank God. Awesome, man. Yeah, it's going to be fucking fun, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to I mean, we'll get into these games because I have a lot I want to get to with them. But let's uh, let's do buy or sell, Donnie. What do you got? If you want to yep, call right, the show, uh, you, can, you can join us, 515-605-9349, What do you got, Donnie? All right, we're going to start. Obviously, it's going to be NFL-centric since, you know, week 17, kind of interesting, trying to shake it up into the playoffs. So we'll go with a couple things here. Buyer Somo, the first one here. Now, we don't know exactly who's in the playoffs. we got a feel. There's really only a couple teams that are vying for positions to actually get in. So my question to you is we're going to assume the leaders are going to get into the clubhouse, and that being obviously the Philadelphia Eagles included in that. I have four teams, buy or sell, which is the most overrated playoff team? Now, the key being overrated, not the worst playoff team, not the best playoff team, but you're looking going in saying, you know what? This team getting a little bit too much credit on this one. So, A, I'm going to have four choices. A, the Houston Texans. B, the Seattle Seahawks. C, the Philadelphia Eagles. And D, the New England Patriots. Which team is the most overrated by or sell of those four? Well, I was actually hoping you didn't give me a list because I had an answer for you that wasn't in your your grouping there. But well, um, no, do these and then you give me what you had yeah, before. But um, out of these four yeah, teams, would, buy or sell. Yeah, I would probably say in that list, um, probably Seattle. I mean, I, I, you know, you look at Seattle and you, they were a choice, right? Or no, they weren't a choice. Yes, right? yep, right. Seattle's choice. Houston, Seattle, Philadelphia, New yeah, England. Yeah, I would go Seattle. I mean, I just. Yeah. I mean, let, let's be honest with ourselves, Donnie. I mean, I guess outside of the Vikings, I guess they beat the Niners once. But other than that, there, there's not a lot of real quality wins here. I don't love their 
a run game right now, which is really kind of what they do. Josh Gordon's gone. He ain't coming back. You're still kind of without any real weapons. You do have Russell Wilson. We know they're not going to host a playoff game, so we know that that whole 12th man, that, that's not going to be a factor. Defensively, they're a mess. It doesn't seem like Jadavian Clowney is healthy. Uh, I would definitely choose the Seattle Seahawks. For sure. Nope, that's my and that's my choice. I'm going back and forth before we started the show with somebody on Twitter who obviously likes the Seattle Seahawks, which hey, I mean I, Russell Wilson to me again is one of the single best players I've ever seen in the NFL. But they are built to run on the ground. They have no running backs. They have average wide receivers, a horrendous offensive line, a horrendous defensive line, and a horrendous secondary on top of it. Yes, I agree with you. B Seattle Seahawks was- the most overrated playoff team. I was going to throw out one that you didn't say. I was going to say Green Bay. I would have said Green Bay, too, because I was actually thinking that if they, cause if they win tonight, that really would change for me in that respect because that's a tough environment to go into tonight and beat the Minnesota Vikings. So I, I would have tended to agree with you before actually watching them tonight because they're really handling the Minnesota Vikings. Take away a million turnovers for them. They are beating the hell out of the Vikings right now. We'll see if it holds up, but yeah, I do tend to agree with you because they're not impressive. The Vikings, the Giants, Excuse me. The Packers aren't impressed. What makes this What makes this so irritating is like we know what's going to happen here. Minnesota's going to somehow go down and score, and like Green Bay should be up two touchdowns, and we shouldn't even yeah. have to be worrying about plus five. But for some reason, we still are. Uh, what's number two, Donnie? Number two. How about this one, Jeff? Fire sell. We know the teams are getting into the playoffs again, and I, I got to tell you, it's amazing. I'm just amazed that a football team can sit in the number two seed, have twelve wins. And we continue to doubt them, but just watching overall what they provide, Tom Brady and the New England Patriots by yourself will be one and done in the playoffs. Uh, I'm going to buy that. I've said it all year. I don't really worry much about the Patriots anymore. And I know that that could be naive. It could be stupid and they could turn it on, but nothing tells me that this year's team is – the teams that we've seen in the past. They're not getting every call. Um, Tom Brady looks like he's lost a step. They don't have Rob Gronkowski. They don't have a real viable run game. Uh, their secondary is really good, but is it been tested a whole hell of a lot? Because anytime they seemingly played a good offense, they've struggled and lost. Um, you know, it, it, they just don't seem like that team that gets every break. And, you know, I think, I feel like they've won games that they should have, and they've had a great season, but Nothing tells me that they are a team that, that can go and, and win a lot of games. Who would they play in the first round, Don? Kansas City. They're, at, they're good, probably going to end up with yeah, Kansas City. And, and they're not going to beat Kansas City. I no. mean, they're, they're crazy if they think they are. I, I've i said it all year. There, there are 12 or more quarterbacks I would take in the NFL right now over Tom Brady. Um, and I think this defense for large parts of the season has – really been overvalued. I, obviously, the, the numbers speak for themselves, but, I mean, Donnie, you, you look at this, listen to this schedule and who they've beaten, okay? Mm-hmm. The Steelers, I mean, they they have, that that was the first game with no weapons, and they didn't, who knew what they were going to be? The Dolphins, the Jets, the Bills, the Redskins, the Giants, the Jets, the Browns, they get killed by the Ravens, the Eagles at the worst point, the Cowboys, it was a driving rain. The Texans, who they didn't play well at all against and lost, that game was way farther than it was. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs, they put up 23 and beat them. The Bengals and the Bills. I mean, 
come on, man. I mean, it's probably the easiest schedule in the league, frankly. And some of the games that they did play against good teams, you know, the Eagles were without receivers. And, you know, some of the good teams they played they actually lost to. Um, mm-hmm. I'd be blown away, Donnie, if they do win a game, to be real honest with you. Yeah, no, they're going to get Kansas City, and Kansas City is going to be ripe, and Andy Reid knows how to beat that football team. And you're also taking a look at a strategic standpoint and also from psychology. Bro, we already went in there and beat this team. Let's do it again, and I think you're right. And Brady one and done is a huge one. And quite frankly, I don't need to see Kansas City or New England in the AFC title game. I don't need to see them winning on some bullshit and freezing cold weather and getting in a Super Bowl. Nobody wants to see the New England Patriots. Outside of being in the city – of Boston. Nobody wants the New England Patriots anywhere near it, and I can't wait and hope they get knocked out. And it'll be fun rooting for it. Number three, Jeff. Hey, Donnie, real quick with with the AFC. Are you starting to buy Tennessee at all? Uh... uh, Not because they're they're gonna be, you know, six seed. It's kind of tough because they're, you know, who would they have matchup first round, I guess, would be... uh, Kansas City, they're probably going to get in Kansas City. That's really tough. It really is. It's a nice story, but I'm not really buying them because they're going to play the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are looking like a, an animal right now. Looking forward to seeing where they go in the next couple of years, too. Uh, all right, Donnie, what's up? question three here? Three, team to make a run in the NFL playoffs. Now, we're not just going, oh, Ravens are going to make a run. We know the Ravens are going to make a run. Out of these four teams, lower-rung teams here, I'm going to give you four. A, the Buffalo Bills. B, the Tennessee Titans. C, the Minnesota Vikings. Or D, those Philadelphia Eagles. Now, a run meaning two games. Not like they're going to yeah. win and get – like you can, you can get to the AFC or NFC title game. Yeah, I, listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to be, you know, homerish. I'm, I've been very critical of the Eagles, but I think it's the Eagles. I really do. I mean, I think, you know, if they can get past, like, you know, likely Seattle in the first round, there, there's not a team in the NFC that I'm shaking to play. As I said, you know, if you have to go to New Orleans, they went down there before and played well. Um, you're going to get Deshaun Jackson back. You're going to get Lane Johnson back. You're going to have your full complement, basically, of players. The defense has played better. Um, You know, look, if you have to play, you know, the the Niners, I'm okay with it. I've made it clear before, I don't love Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I I think they're very beatable. Luckily, we don't have to play the Ravens or the Chiefs. I think the Eagles have as good a chance as anybody. If they can get into the playoffs, obviously getting in, Getting Seattle in the first round could provide really key. I, I think they could go on a run, sure. They've done it before. Right. No, I, 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 it, it's tough because you're saying, like, yeah, the, they're all good teams in there, but you're going to have, you know, Let odds really you, stacked against you. Go ahead. Who would want to play them if they get Deshaun back and have everybody back and they just beat Seattle in the first round? Who would want to play the Eagles? Because we've seen this before, and now you have a – and keep in mind, Donnie, this that would be five wins in a row. You've got a healthy Carson Wentz, and everybody's back. Who the hell would want to play them? Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely food for thought because you would get that deep stretch ability of a wide receiver back. It'd be so much fun to watch, and everything would open up. And again, you're going to have Jordan Howard, a fresh Jordan Howard, back in the mix, and that's pretty good, man. So it, it'll be fun to watch. Now, this one is an interesting one here because. A lot of you on the line. We're going to talk just specifically week 17, and I got four teams for you here, all 
with playoff implications still riding to get into the playoffs. Of these four teams, Jeff, by yourself, who's the most likely to lose on Sunday? A, Pittsburgh, B, the Titans, C, the Eagles, or D, the Cowboys? Uh, the Steelers are most likely to lose. Yeah. I, I would surprise me if the Steelers lose to Robert Griffin and company. I mean, they're pretty inept, dude, offensively. Uh, I think that's a stone-cold under game. I don't really, to be honest, don't know that I care even what the total is. It's probably going to be 36 or 37, um, and, and I'm going to look to go under the total. So it's definitely the Steelers. Washington's not going to beat Dallas with Case Keenum. Um, I think Dallas will you know, obviously have something to play for, and they'll get the job in there. Eagles, I think, will be tested, but I think they'll pull away and beat the Giants. And uh, who was the other team? It was the, oh, uh, the Titans. Titans. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. I, I don't buy this Bill O'Brien talk. I, I think yeah, if Sean Watson, yeah, I think if 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 they do play, it's going to be minimal. Um, you can't play those guys. So yeah, I, I want to say the Pittsburgh Steelers, Donnie. Yeah, and by the way, the Packers breaking away with a long touchdown run with five yeah. minutes to go to go up fourteen points. Well, Donnie, uh, you're a little ahead of me, but I thank you for the update. I'm watching it on my iPad. Uh, thank you. Uh, you're the best. Uh, let's get a. How about you want to hear a little Tessa tour, Donnie? Let's I hear the Tessa tour call. You want to go ahead. You want to Dang hear the Tessa tour call? I do. Let's go. We got a little Sia from uh, Tessator, Donnie. Uh, Beautiful, right, man. This the... made my night. This really, this really made my night because, I, I, A, I wanted the first half to come in, but I was really rooting for the Packers. <laughs> what an awful extra point miss, but I don't think that's going to matter anyway. At least it won't matter yeah. to the Lions. Probably good that he missed I'm it, actually, to be honest with you. I actually don't mind that extra point miss because yeah, if they somehow come back. Yep, yeah. that's perfect. No, it's uh, good for you. So this is – I'm really liking this. As long as we finish here – um, this is a nice way to go into a day or two off. Uh, Donnie, let's hit the phone. We got a couple mm-hmm. people waiting. We got a blocked line here. I don't usually take. We didn't even get through by or sell yet. How we get? Well, we're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to it. It's called a cliffhanger, Donnie. Uh, learn how to do that. You don't know how to do that in this business. Uh, all right, uh, all right, caller, go ahead. What's up? Yo, big man. What up? What's what, what up as well? Um, so, uh, dude, I hear uh, it's uh. It's, I've been making a lot of money off your free plays, selling for ten dollars a ten dollars a spot. So many people are buying them. Donnie, can you understand this guy at all? And I'm trying to get out the uh, the yeah, English translator. Ten dollars a pop. We're trying to understand this guy. I don't think he speaks English. I don't know. What, he said. I think he, he said he only, he can only bet ten dollars a pop. I think he's saying. No, I'm selling yeah. your picks. We'll sell a check. Follow me on Twitter. Follow him on Twitter. There you go. Uh, follow that guy on Twitter. So wait, uh, he's buying your picks for like eighty bucks and then selling them for ten. <laughs> yeah, he's not making plan. any money. And by Good the way, Donnie, I don't know if, if anyone's playing along at home. I'm up about nine unit, ten units on the season after tonight. So uh, you're not making any money, pal. If you're That's like that. saying, Jeff, uh, I'm a house flipper. I buy the house for twenty five k, then I sell it yeah. for ten thousand. Exactly. <laughs> you're not making any money, dickhead. Uh, Paul, you're live. What's up? Yo. All right, I'm done with calls tonight. No more calls. 
Uh, hey. These calls are just killing us. By the way, yeah, that guy called in with a block now. Why don't you call in with a real number, dude? Be a real man and call in with a real number. Uh, all right, what's your last comment, Donnie? What's your last question? Yeah, the last one here is uh, – this is just a more of a buy-or-sell fun one here in the playoffs coming up. Which Now, look, this is – we're talking – you know you get the MVP of the Super Bowl. We're talking about the playoffs here. I'm giving you three names here. Who is going to wow it like this guy put his team on his back? Because we know, like, Lamar Jackson's going to be in this. But does he have to put his team on his back? Like, they're really good. The three players, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and Drew Brees making a run. But which one is going to be, like, like amazing? Like, you know, you watch TV, like, good Lord, they pull, he just pulled his team out of the fire. Which one of those threes is going to be the player that stands out in the playoffs, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you know where I'm going with this one. Like, I love Lamar, man. I think he is – I'll say this right now. For, for years, my favorite NFL player is Michael Vick. I, I, mm. He is amazing to me. I, I loved him as a player. I, yeah. I, it was just – it was unbelievable. He, he was the first player in the NFL to make me say, wow, you know, i got to make sure I watch this guy every week. And I, I think the kid's a star, and I'm happy to see him get his due – so many pl- people out of college told this kid that he wouldn't be any good. He goes to a good situation. He gets one of the best organizations in football mm-hmm. to draft him. Um, I love him. I think he's a highlight reel. Everything he does is fascinating. Um, it's got to be Lamar. Um, Mahomes is a good player, and Drew's great too. But, um, I mean, he's done it all year. I don't know what makes – I'll tell you right now, Ryan said this to me yesterday, Donnie. He said, mm-hmm. you know, who the hell is going to beat Baltimore? Because i got to tell you, I don't see anyone beating this team. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm going to say – because when people ask me the same question and I have the same answer for him now, Jeff, I say, all right, you got the best player in football on your team and he's the quarterback. Your running game is outrageous. Your offensive line is dominant. Your defense is sensational. You have one of the best coaching staffs in football and the best kicker of all time, and you're at home. How do you overcome that? Like when you say like, ooh, uh, Lamar was really bad tonight. And by the way, the Vikings is probably coming back to a touchdown. But I, I don't know. I, I, I'm rooting. It's because you can have – I can have a B team in the AFC because I don't think the Eagles are going to end up in the Super Bowl. The team is so much fun to watch, and they're really fun to bet too, you know? Yeah, no, I I feel good. And I, I know we, Donnie, called that a long time ago. So it's nice yeah. to see it all kind of come to Fun. fruition. All right, Donnie, let, let's mm-hmm. we, let's get a reprieve here on the phone calls. We got two people on the line. Uh, it's a holiday. Let's see what we got. Go ahead, caller. You're up. Yo, big man, Donnie, happy holidays. Yo, same to you, you, boss. What's going on? This is Bobby from New Hampshire. Yes. What's up? Yo, listen, guys, I just heard you talk about how if Kansas City came into in- to New England, that there is a 0% chance or we don't stand here a chance go. of beating. Here we go. No, and yeah. I know you're sick of hearing about all the Patriots talk and everything, but come on. After a fresh buy, after a full week to prepare, after Kansas no, City is on the drive in a wild card weekend, how can we not prepare for a home game to go to the I'm, I'm not, championship game? Come I'm not on saying – I'm not – I, I get what you're saying. It's New England. Of course we know they can it prepare, is. but Bobby, are you, do, you really, do you really watch New England? Okay, because we know what they've been in other seasons. We know they get every call. You know, Everything goes correctly. They have a big-time tight end to catch the football, a good run game. So, I mean, do you actually watch this team and feel – do you real feel real good about it? I mean, because I know you can just every bang on them. No, 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 I don't. I do not. You know what I'm saying? But as of late, as of late, the last two or three weeks, 
We got Rex Burkhead coming back. You know, we're trying to work in Nikhil Harry. Uh, Sanu trying to get in. Tom Brady's looked a little sharp. All lines looked a lot better. I mean, defense has been great all year. I just I just don't see after a, a bye week how we can. Uh, there are, there are the That's why they're there. That's why they're there. Every Listen, single Bobby, year, baby. 61% completion yeah. is not good. There are 12 quarterbacks in the league better than Tom Brady right now. I know it hurts to think about, and I know it's you're going to have to accept at some point, but you actually you, you, believe, you agree with that, right? They're better, much better quarterbacks in the league than Tom Brady. I mean, in these, in these playoffs, oh, I Donnie. I do, I do. Is there any quarterback? Is, Donnie, let me ask you. In these playoffs, mm-hmm. okay, with the teams that we think are going to get in, maybe outside of, and I have to think about this, but outside of maybe Ryan Tannehill, is there any quarterback you would rather not have over Tom Brady? No, it's, it's, a, it's a very valid point. It really is. I mean, it, look, Tom Brady, if he, if he gets great, but he has a great offensive line, which has really been a little bit of a uh, damaging point this year. But we've been talking about that all year. It's not Tom Brady of five years ago. He's still serviceable, but he's no longer yeah. that elite guy that can get out of the way. And, but then again, you're only a product of what you got. If he had a dominant running game, then you would get a lot more time to throw. If you can pressure him like the older quarterbacks, they're going down now. Of course. Hey, Bobby. But on top Bobby. of that, if we do get the bye, just listen. You give Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels an extra week to prepare for a team. Come on now. That's like adding, you know, like you can't get a better duo than that. Well, hey, luckily they, the Chiefs get the same preparation. Well, no, they don't. I guess uh, they get an extra week. But no, no, no. They, they, they wouldn't have the bye. But they have played each other before, and we kind of they have, you know, yeah. remember that. Understand. Let me ask you, Way Bobby. Way too early to rule the Patriots out. No, I, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, this is not the same team as normal. Let me ask you. I want to play a quick game with you. I want to see where you think. Yeah. Who would you rather have as a quarterback, uh, Carson Wentz or Tom Brady, right now? Like going into the playoffs, yes. and the Eagles make it. Tom yes. Brady. Okay. Uh, yeah. Russell Brady. Wilson. Uh, Russell Wilson. Okay. Uh, let's go uh, Deshaun Watson. Ooh, that's tough. Tom Brady. Is it? <laughs> what? Yeah. Whoa. Yes. Yes. Donnie, is this guy serious? Yes. Hey, look, I mean, if, what, if what you're has, just banking on old school Deshaun stuff, Watson but I, I wouldn't. Donnie, he Bobby, really Tom Brady is not a good he has not, but he gets it done. And then with our offensive coordinator and Bill Belichick setting up these crazy design plays, you know we have a couple trick plays coming your way in the divisional round. You know there's something yeah. coming out of the bag, like we yeah. always have, the double pass from Jules to whoever. We know Sanu can throw the ball. You never know. Yeah, throw it to Tom Brady. He doesn't you. get I'm there. I'm telling you. Let, let me ask you, Bobby. <laughs> hey, if they lose the playoffs. block on Saturday. You better call in if they lose. We want to hear from you right away. <laughs> I promise you I will. Mark my words. I promise right. you guys. Have Happy a great holiday, bro. Yep. Appreciate See you, bro. Yeah. All right. Uh, go ahead, caller. You're up. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? It's Cameron uh, from Greenville, North Carolina. Listen, Ooh, guys, I, I, know, I, I know. I love, I love listening to y'all. The team, the NFC, I have a question about the, the NFC and y'all's perspective. I'm not really buying in on a solid favorite to win the NFC East, uh, or not the NFC East, but the NFC as a whole. Uh, like, I don't believe in the Saints. 
to me, like, I feel like your best bet for maybe like a dark horse for the NFC is, is the, maybe the Philadelphia Eagles because they're getting some people back in the next couple weeks. Uh, I think they have a solid chance if they go to Seattle to beat them, if they have to do that. And even if they go to the Saints, I feel like the Philadelphia Eagles could beat the Saints at the Saints. And I, I don't know. I just wanted to, to, to see what like, y'all thought I, about that. And it, would that be a good a good bet to place maybe? I mean, I guess Donnie Cameron, I mean, we thank him for listening, but I guess he didn't listen to the last – 10 minutes of the show. Cameron, we were actually talking about that because Donnie actually brought a question up in Buy or Sell about who is a team that is kind of looking on the outside, looking in, that is just kind of getting into the playoffs right now and who could make a run. And I agree. I took the Eagles today, like I said, to win the win the title at 31-1, to and I got a lot of shit for it. And I made the same comments. I, I This is a team that does do this a lot. They make runs at the end of the year. And I agree with you. I don't think there's a dead-set team in the NFC that I'm – burring in my boots to not play this team has went to new orleans and played well before this team has played um you know minnesota they played green bay they've i think can beat the giant or the niners i don't love garoppolo i agree with you 100 percent. i i have to i have to be on the same page with you uh, i feel like uh you would have loved to listen to the show about 10 minutes ago because we said that exact thing oh yeah i just as soon as I saw your tweet, I called in, and I was probably about like seven or eight minutes ago, so I, I must have missed that part. I, got, I started listening late. But, yeah, I mean, it's just – the NFC, there's just no team I want to jump right out and take. Like, I don't believe in the Saints. Drew Brees looked horrible for most of the game last week against the Titans – or yesterday against the Titans. And, and the 49ers, I'm still not believing Jimmy Lee Garoppolo. He's played a solid game so far. I, I just still don't believe in that. But, yeah, it's just it's going to be interesting to see, guys, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually excited for the playoffs this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, keep in mind. I mean, yesterday you mentioned Drew Brees, who actually played, I thought, quite well. In the, you know, basically outside the first quarter, that game was on the road. I mean, they, they are going to get a home game if, if it's the Eagles, so uh, that could help considerably. But um, yeah, no, I, I I couldn't agree more with you. The playoffs are going to be fun this year. Uh, we talked how good the the playoff games were in college football. I mean, the playoffs are going to be quite fun as well. You got so many good quarterbacks, so many great storylines, and it seems like everybody belongs this year. Even the Eagles, I know a lot of people don't think that if the Eagles get in, they deserve it, but I think the Eagles are at a healthy level way more, um, way better than than a lot of people will think. So, yeah, no, good stuff, Cameron. Well, thank you guys very much. I'll enjoy listening to the rest of the podcast tonight. Happy happy holiday, buddy. Yeah, amen. Take care. Merry Christmas. Have a good holiday, brother. You too. Yeah, the one team uh, I don't, I don't want to see, Jeff. I, don't, I, don't, I just the only team I want to avoid is New Orleans in New Orleans. Everybody else, I think the Eagles could be on a little bit of a level playing ground, but it's just so hard to win down in that dome. If they can somehow avoid it, which it looks like you know you possibly can, depending on where you end up in seating, or if somebody can uh, knock them off, like if Green Bay wins, you know, you end up getting the San Francisco 49ers, which I think the Eagles have a better shot at beating the 49ers than they do the Saints, and hopefully somebody knocks the Saints off. Yeah, I, I hear you. It's definitely not great to get out of that yeah. dome. But hey, they went down there last year, had some had some success, just couldn't get the job done. But yeah, it's definitely not not ideal. Yeah. Uh, yep. Donnie, uh, before we go here, I, I did want to quickly, and I tell you, I mean, we're on Thursday. I guess we could talk about the. Uh, I guess we could talk about the playoff games on Thursday. Yeah. But real real quick, um, I, I just want to kind of discuss. This is going to be a hell of a Final Four, isn't it? I mean, you have awesome. you have the four best quarterbacks in the country. 
I mean, is there any argument that these aren't the four best quarterbacks in the country? No, it's 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 so much fun. And then you're couple of that by saying you're going to watch an unbelievable doubleheader on Saturday, Jeff, and then you watch Sunday. You know, football. It's it's um, what a great weekend, man. Awesome stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, do you have a feel in these games, Donnie? At all? Did you, did you bet anything yet? Yeah, I didn't bet anything yet. I'm just waiting to see. I'm hoping maybe the public comes in a little bit more on Ohio State to try to drag that line down. Uh, Clemson, to me, I, I think is going to win it. I think, you know, the LSU number is a little bit high at this point because you're still dealing with kids, and you had a lot of time off, and Oklahoma, you can watch tape, and LSU can watch tape. So I don't know about that 76 as a total. But outside of that, I'm I, I still going to stick with my guns with Clemson. Yeah, I uh, that's going to be a coin flip game, Clemson, uh, Ohio State. I mean, you have two teams just going to go back and forth, two good defenses. That's a tough game. I I, I likely will not bet that game. The only thing I'll be yeah. involved with is maybe something live. I will tell you, though, I really like Oklahoma. I really like them at, at – I got 14. I think people are putting way too much stock into these suspensions. Keep in mind, Ronnie Perkins is going to hurt, but – Claude Edwards Hilaire may not play. And, and Donnie, that's a huge loss if he doesn't play. Monster. I think yeah, I think for Joe Burrow, that's kind of the unsung hero of this offense outside of Burrow. And I think without him, you know, he's not gonna be able to pick a block. He's not gonna be able to be out of the backfield. He's not gonna be able to carry the football. Donnie, we've seen LSU just play shootouts. They have no problem compromising and throwing the football and and, and just kind of going back and forth. At what point are we going to stop disrespecting Jalen Hurts in Oklahoma? At what point are we going to stop doing that? I mean, Lincoln Riley, the caller just mentioned about, um, you know, giving Bill Belichick time to prepare. You're giving the best coach by a wide margin in this matchup. I mean, for as nice as Ed Orgeron is, he's an ordinary guy, Donnie, but no one's going to compare him to Lincoln Riley from a coaching chops perspective. Yeah, he doesn't. Ed doesn't really do much coaching, though. I mean, they do have some really good coordinators that'll get some time to to get those guys through, and they're more talented as a roster overall. You just hope that Oklahoma's defense shows up and just doesn't go Big Twelve, where LSU is just marching like up and down the field in Oklahoma. And hopefully, we get a good game out of that. There's a reason why that one's the first game, and that that second one is just going to be everything, man. You just want to. Get a pizza, get a six-pack of beer, get some alcohol, and just be like, let me just enjoy this for what I'm about to watch. I can't wait for that Clemson-Ohio State game. I'm telling you right now, and I think you're discounting, Nani. Oak, I'm going to make this clear. I've been pretty good in college football this year. Yeah. With four minutes to go, Oklahoma is going to have a shot to win this football game. You can mark that down. This team is really good. Defensively, they've made really nice strides this year. They're, I think, about eight points better than they were last year. I think that could really come to come to be important here. And look, Lincoln Riley's a special coach. I, I'm telling you, they're going to be in this game late. Uh, this is way too disrespectful. I mean, anything above ten, I think, is really fair. I really do. I just don't see this, you know, forty-five, twenty-seven. I just don't. I yeah, don't if you're. See that. They actually got a little bit of the short end of the stick here because I would have liked it even better, Jeff, if Oklahoma and LSU was not down in Atlanta and they moved them out west to check them out of SEC territory. That's the only downfall because it's going to be a monster LSU home game, and that that's just unfair that they were able to do that. But that's just how it falls sometimes. You know, Donnie, I want to I want to tell everyone something really quick. That caller we yeah. just had from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I looked, he followed, he follows me on Twitter and I, I noticed that he's a ECU student 
I believe. Yeah. Uh, East yeah. Carolina. And yeah. I, that goes to show you, Donnie, what radio promotion can do for you. Um, I do a call in every week in Greenville, the home of ECU. And I'm uh, pretty sure that guy heard me uh, on ECU. So just goes to show you, if you're out there and you're in this business and you're trying to get somewhere, go out and do those. If you have connections, find them. Uh, that could be a great way to unlock new people uh, and new followers. And, uh, you know, that, that's a nice uh, – Add to have. I know you do the, some of the Fandle stuff. You've done that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So, yeah, yeah it could definitely help. Um, Donnie, before we go, I wanted to just kind of do one more thing. So let's uh, let's take one more little quick break, and we'll come back with you right after this. Hey guys, Donnie here with RightWager.com. If you're looking for the best sports handicapping service in the business, there's only one choice, and that's RightWager.com. NFL, college basketball, Major League Baseball, and much more. 100% verified, all by third party. No hijinks on the website, no Google Docs spreadsheets that can be updated and changed. Strictly through handicappers, watchdog, and cap. Tech. We've been online for almost a decade. Come on, join the team at rightwager.com. The NFL is winding down. Some big money to be made in the playoffs right through the Super Bowl. And we start our college basketball season in January. So join the team here at rightwager.com. What side are you on? Yes, I did. They sold out in minutes. Yeah. 
All three so, of them. Yep. This platform continues to grow. Oh, by the way, Donnie, our boy Luka Doncic looks like he's getting a lucrative shoe deal. How about that? You see that? Uh, yes. Get to the NBA, yeah. become a star, and get paid. That's the way it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, luckily, keep in mind now he doesn't have the the ability to play in college. So just, I mean, yeah, he didn't that's leave. The, so. Yeah, he would have had that money a lot quicker in his bank account if he played at Duke. Yeah. Uh, one other one, Donnie. I saw that a video come over my timeline today. I don't know if you you you're a little older than me, so you may have been alive. For I, I don't remember this, and I, but I saw it. Yes, I know where you're going. Yeah, that that guy that killed that. that I had no idea. I never saw that video, which is crazy because usually I, I'm up to date on stuff like that. Gotta admit, that's that's the father of the century, isn't it? I mean, yeah, no, and I, and I, res- I really respect. This is where the juries, Jeff, get it right. You know what I mean? They get tried. Yeah. He's up for murder too, and they go, "This my man ain't guilty, but he's got to be guilty of something here for decorum." Uh, how about some probation? All right, deal. Slam the gavel. Yeah, and for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, basically, uh, I believe it was in the eighties. Um, there yeah, was, it uh, like it was the 80s, a young, yeah, early eighties. Yeah, a young mm-hmm. kid in Louisiana. He was basically kidnapped and. Uh, raped by some madman. I think it was his karate no, instructor. No, it was his karate instructor like took him away on like a tournament, which anybody would do. Yeah. Like, hey, okay. we're going to Dallas, and molested him and raped him in his room. And yeah, yeah. So basically, he he was in another state, so they had to extradite him back to yes. Louisiana. So what his dad yes. did was he basically waited at the airport, and as yeah. the guys walk it by, he just fucking caps him in the head and kills him, yeah. and they end up letting him off. For, um, for it, and it was just. I'll tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now, Donnie. I don't have any kids, mm-hmm. but if, if even my girl, my my mom, whatever, if that anything negative ever happened, don't be the guy out there that does that because I will find you and I will do the same thing to you and I will go yeah. to jail and I have no problem with it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I'm actually amazed it doesn't actually happen more. But I guess some people think like like because in a normal situation, you really know what's going to happen. And all right, so the kid's already traumatized enough, and then you do that, and then you go away probably for five. You know what I mean? So I guess you you sort of leveled on that playing field. But it's kind of shocking that it doesn't happen more, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I, you're totally right. And they got uh, it Donnie right. The won- jury got it right. Good for them. Go ahead. No, you're 100% right. I, I'm glad to see. It's kind of like a time to kill, Donnie. You ever see that movie? Yes, with, uh, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. Get it right. Yes, correct. Good story as we go into the holiday here, Donnie. Uh, Daryl Collette, she is a waitress in Milledgeville, Georgia. She works there mm-hmm. on weekends. Uh, she has a job during the week at a bank, and uh, she has two kids. Uh, or actually, sorry, has one kid, and uh, doesn't make a ton of money. She lives paycheck to paycheck. Great story out of Georgia. Um, the day before Christmas, she was gifted a thousand dollar tip by diners nice. to uh, help her out. Always a nice story. Go out and help people. Tip people for the holidays. Okay. Comes back to you. It always comes back to you. Yeah, yeah. Pay for your pay for someone behind you's um, you know, groceries or or you know, mm. go help at a soup kitchen. Do something for someone else. Um, you know, we have there's so many people that are mean that are, that are mean spirited. They hate on other people. They want to be negative. Go out and be good. Go do something nice for someone. Uh, if you're just going to do it once a year, make it be now. It's the holidays. Uh, Donnie, uh, it's great to know you. Great to do shows with yeah. you. Um, oh. It's been a fun year. 
Uh, and uh, now we head into Christmas and have a fun uh, couple of days off. We'll be back Thursday. Uh, we just have two shows this week, so we'll be back Thursday. Uh, and we'll, we'll look forward to the NFL calendar this weekend uh, and get our last-minute picks for the Final Four. Any final words, Donnie, as we head into the Christmas holiday? No, just enjoy the time that you have with your family. Unwind. Don't bet too much. Don't be like me and Jeff a lot when we were you know, younger and growing up or even younger in the business where you take a loss on Christmas Day so you don't really feel like being all cheery and happy. Relax. It's okay to take a day off of gambling. Enjoy the family. We got plenty of things to talk about after it. So, and a big weekend. And what's better than this week, Jeff? Tomorrow, Christmas Eve, right? You can spend it with the family, have some good food. Christmas Day, same thing. Then all of a sudden, you got the college football playoff on the horizon. Oh, what a great week, man. We're going to have so much fun talking on Thursday night setting this weekend up, man. Yeah, no, you're totally right. Yeah, don't be the guy. I, I remember five years ago, basically, to, to the day when Central Michigan and uh, West Kentucky had that wild yeah. bowl ending. I was so pissed yeah. off. But, Donnie, before we, before we go, I want to do a one great uh, quote. Tell me what movie this is from. Where yeah. do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out of this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. No, 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 no. We're all in this together. This is a full-blown, four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're going to press on, and we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap danced with Danny fucking K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down the chimney tonight, he's going to huh. find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. Where's the Tylenol? Damn, I would have said like Clark Griswold, but I'm not even sure. It is Clark Griswold. Is it? There you go. See, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even have known that. That's the now, only Donnie, thing it made me go. This is possibly one of the greatest movie quotes ever. Hey, if any of you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me, I have one. I like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there on Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye. And I'm going to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-eyed, spotty-lipped, worm-headed, sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? There you go. Nothing like it. By the way, Donnie, make sure you check out Taco Fall. He conducted the Boston Pops holiday concert tonight. It's fascinating. It's very fun. By the way, did you did you see the uh, video that somebody shot? They must have been sitting like you know courtside or maybe two, three, four rows back, yeah. where they had it focused on uh, Brad Stevens, and he's like egging yeah. it like the, just all he did was wave his arm like two times, and the crowd was already waiting for it, and then Taco comes in. That's really cool stuff, man. It's good. It's great to see stuff like that. No, I'm glad to see him do well. I remember when he was a freshman at UCF and how bad he yep. was, and now look at yeah. Uh, it's impressive. Yeah. But, all right, we are out of here. You all have a great holiday. Enjoy your Christmas. We will see you back here on Thursday here on the Don't Teaser Me Bro podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the Don't Teaser Me Bro podcast, Sunday through Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. As you know, we cover it all, but if you do need some more... 
Follow Jeff Nadu on Twitter at Jeff Nadu and also get his work at DMOCWins.com. If you would like to track Donnie, check him out on Twitter at RightSideVP and also his work at RightWager.com.